All right. So welcome to episode 17 of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod. I'm Sean. I'm Naya. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yay. So now what do we call this episode? We do it for the culture with a K. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We had a we we aunties again. Yeah, we're aunties again. Our baby sister had a baby. That's Cardi B. Yeah, so Cardi B and Offset they had a baby girl. Um, not too many details have been um, leaked out yet, but we do have her name. Um, it's Culture Kiara Cephas. That's a black ass motherfucking name. I love it. it is. Um, she was born uh, July 10th, four days before my birthday. I just had a birthday this Saturday. Yes. Oh, we got it. Can, can we just have a moment here? My girl had a birthday. I wasn't there to enjoy it with you in New York, but I know you had a great time. Another year, another blessing. So happy belated birthday, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed myself this, uh, this birthday. You know, I always, I don't know if it's just the cancer in me, but I always, my feelings be in their feelings on my birthday, but... <laughs> I pushed through it and I had a ball. Like I, I had a ball. I, I celebrated every day this weekend. Um, was in Brooklyn, was in downtown Manhattan, was in Harlem. Um, I just kind of went all over the city. So I had a great time. Had a great time with some friends. Very, very good. I'm 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 happy about that. My brother Mark, his birthday was yesterday. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, you know, y'all cancers. So okay. Um getting back to um our niece. Yeah. So they haven't posted any actual pictures of her, um, but Cardi B did post a picture of her and Offset at the baby's first uh, doctor's appointment today. So they had a baby. So yeah. I think switches to come out. I know she's probably adorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very good. Well, um, gotta say something about Snoop Dogg, who allegedly Ooh, has been cheating on his wife with the instant thought. Selena. So I don't know if you remember Selena, but she was the one who said that she was pregnant by offset. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. But then said that it was all a few, you know, she faked it or whatever. It wasn't the real thing. So supposedly she has video, which I've seen, and text receipts of her communication with Snoop Dogg. Um, she said that they did coke and they did coke off her breasts. Her breasts, is. and <laughs> she said they fucked her during his gospel album, um, Bible of Love. That is just, I just, what? what? That is hilarious. That is okay. I listened to Bible of Love too. I, I, I listened to the gospel album. Did he want He really did. It was like, man, it was like 20 something songs, but you know, it was, it was more so, um, other artists, and then you know, with the, yeah. the Snoop Dogg, mm -hmm. um little brand to it but yeah it was good so yeah she said allegedly they they um was getting it on to his gospel album and they was doing cocoa for her breast assist so um you know this cheated, but fucking yeah. to a gospel album that's that's weird it's nasty yeah. um i don't know you know and i'm i i don't look at snoop dogg as i you know I, I can't remember his wife's name but i just i always felt like they were like you know real tight and I didn't expect him to be hit by any scandal because I don't I don't remember this being a thing with him, you know? No, girl, he was always cheating on her. Shantae, her name is Shantae. He was always yeah. cheating on Shantae. She, she actually filed for divorce at one point. 
she was going to leave him. Um, oh. He was out there. Remember he went to, uh, was it the BET Awards? And he had those girls on those dog chains. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After he had got off the, you know, remember he was he was charged with murder. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Murder was the case that they gave me and he got off. He has lived nine lives in his he one life. Has. <laughs> and then he was Snoop Lion. Remember that? He went through a Snoop yeah. Lion face. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah so hopefully man i'm telling you it just it takes a thought a thought will bring a will bring a man down you let no, him, you let him even, in. no 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 i ain't even gonna blame the thought he's the one that's married true indeed i'm not no i'm I, what i'm saying is men are weak so this is just a, an example of of the weakness and we live in a day and age of social media so of course you know this this trick put everything online for everybody to see yeah which is like which is to me it's just it just makes these men look so so weak because mm-hmm. you know the different outlets that this information can get leaked to why would you put yourself in that situation i'm like i'm telling you they think with that other head it's it's amazing there's nothing like let me tell you there's nothing like a man who don't get moved by pussy like mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's something about that type of self-control where you know it's that's what i was about to real. see like I'm, I'm pretty sure like his numbers of women he didn't been with is in the hundreds maybe even thousands you probably i'm sure he's had all kinds of sets like all kinds of shit you can't even imagine like mm-hmm. when do you get tired? He's like fifty. When do you get tired? Like I know Shantae is like you know I didn't put like twenty years into this man, twenty five years. Into mm-hmm. this man. He's old now. He he's gonna slow down. Isn't it grandfather? I thought one of their kids had yeah had a kid, right? Father. And I and I know in her mind she's thinking like I ain't gotta put up with this dumb shit no more. He's old and mature. But thoughts. Mm. Mm-hmm. So whatever, Snoop. I'm disappointed. But I, am I surprised? No. Yeah, pretty much same here. Um, okay, so moving on, then this is like a sad little piece, but Lil Boosie, who I don't listen to, uh, supposedly threatened to kill his baby mama and he confessed to murdering her brother. So I don't know if you remember, like he went to jail. No, actually, he was charged back in like 2009 for the murder of this man, but he was acquitted of all charges. So supposedly he's online confessing that he actually did it. What you think about this? Um, I don't really know too much about it. Um, look, Lucy, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even really have anything to say about it because I don't know too much about it. I didn't even know he was acquitted of killing her brother. Yeah. Um, but he, he, it seems like he has murderous tendencies, so he, something needs to happen to him. Yeah, he's um, sounds like he's very violent too. Yeah. Not a Boosie fan, but um, but What's yeah. Not a Boosie fan. Hold on, what is he saying? Now I'm, I'm like. I only remember this one song where he's like, my mama told me, never put your trust in man. I don't know what it's called. Somebody who is a Boosie fan made me listen to it. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. And I and I ended up, I remember we were battling with songs and I ended up putting on Nature, um, We Ain't Friends. I was like, this song is... <laughs> I don't, don't, don't bring me no Boosie, Boosie oh. babe. Whatever, I girl, I don't know. I, I don't know what is he. What song he? Oh, does. wipe me down, wipe me down. Okay, wipe me down. That was my shit. Yes, but you didn't even know that it was Boosie. That was that was the song. <laughs> don't don't mean much. Don't mean much. Wipe me down. All right. All right. Anyway, little Boosie, get your shit together. Get some counseling. Please. Whatever. 
Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's one thing that our, our community just doesn't need. I mean, they do. do. They don't do. It's mm-hmm. counseling. And we need that shit back. Like, you know what? About a couple weeks ago, I had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I really think I need to go get counseling. Because I was thinking about, mm. like, my... Um, with my ro- romantic relationships and I was thinking, you know, I'm so hesitant to like really commit, commit, fully commit because mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that it's right. But I also want to make sure that any dysfunctions that I may have or any insecurities or any things that I haven't really fully unpacked, I need to like really explore those things first. Cause you know, cause I want to have like a, a, a long lasting relationship. And I don't want anything that Me I'm too. doing. So I actually did have an epiphany. A lot of our people, we need counseling. I agree with you. And I and I to add to that, it it also really depends on we need the right counseling. Right. You mm-hmm. know, because me being in the court system and I'm just, you know, I've sat down with many counselors and, and listened to the styles and you've got to find the one that works for you. Cause I've heard some really crazy things coming out of certain counselors, you know, therapists m- mouths, you know, because they, they come with their set of, of biases and their perspectives too. And, you know, regardless of whether you think that they are um, neutral, they're really not. Right. So it's really, it's about finding the right one, but I, I definitely agree with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with un- like unpacking, as you say, mm-hmm. um, you know, all, we all come with a level of dysfunction. Every last one of us. Everybody got some shit with them. So you got a tick. You got something that you're carrying into your next relationship, your next situation. That's, that happens all the time. I remember, let me tell you this. I remember during the process of my divorce, mm-hmm. and I, well, you know, we went to counseling. This is where, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. And I remember going to the counselor and Whatever was said in that one-on-one session with my now ex-husband, that counselor told me, and it was it was a white man, but he said, you need to leave. You need to pack up your things right now and go. And, you know, I was still on this, like, I need you to help me work this out. And he was like, there's nothing to work out here. It was just, it was so raw and so real. Had I listened at that time, I probably, you know, things probably wouldn't happen the way they did. Like so I said, hindsight is always 20-20. But, and I can look back and I was like, that was the best advice I got. And you know what? I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Whatever he heard, whatever he, whatever came out, it was, you need to run. Mm-hmm. You need to get up out. Wow. Like, wow. Yep. Well, I was like, I, w- I wish you had a, I wish you had a followed me home and, and, and not let me go home and told me something. Um, but you know, when you're in the middle of something, you always kind of want to see it through. And, oh, and yeah, that's why I was mad. I actually ended the counseling because I, I didn't want to hear that, you know, and that was another thing. I wanted to hear what I wanted to hear. You got to be in a place to receive. Mm-hmm. And I and I wasn't in a place to receive. And, you know, the information that was coming, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. So I was blocking. Yeah, and that wasn't the point of it. It was you got to you got to be in a, in receive mode to hear and, you know, from someone who is knowledgeable and can give you really, really good advice. Mm hmm. So yeah, but uh, do, do we do all that for little Boosie? Our black men, our, our people in general, we just we need some counseling. We need some real deep counseling. And I agree. And not going to your pastor, your preacher at the church. Girl, not necessarily. That ain't it. That ain't girl. I can't. Girl, I had a, yeah, a I conversation with a family member about that. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> not the same. It's really not. 
Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. What mm-hmm. we got? So um. So Kylie Jenner made news. Um. She was on the Forbes list as a self-made millionaire. Her net worth is nine million dollars. Nine million nine hundred million. Nine hundred million. Excuse me. Nine hundred mm. million dollars. Can't, so can't get them zeros. It's too many for my mouth too. Like, <laughs> what? I can't even put my mouth in my mouth. <laughs> what? So, I need to know. I'm telling you the the power of a black man's dick. Do you understand? Yeah, but Just you know, to see, suck I, a black man's dick and you become almost a damn near billionaire. And you know what? There's a GoFundMe that was established as a joke, as a gag, to raise the extra the the last hundred thousand to get her to the one billion mark. And people are actually donating to this. I'm like, I are can't. you? This chick right. don't even have re- her own lips. Girl, <laughs> no. But the, the the crazy thing is, is that Forbes says she was self-made, and she's nowhere near self-made. Nowhere yeah, near. Her. Nowhere near. Even before, even be- before, you know, um, Kim Kardashian did her, um, you know, her sex tape. Her family was still well off. They weren't like, like how they have money now, but they were well off. They were living mm-hmm. a nice life. You know, her father is a is an Olympic Olympian. Oh well yeah, off. her baby, her um. Her daddy, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mommy. You know what? He has so much money. He should not be that ugly. Like you have so For much. Real. What, ha- mm-hmm. what class of surgery did you go to? Because he looks terrible. He, he does. He, he looks like a tranny, you know? So scary. And he was <laughs> such a handsome man. He would have made a beautiful woman because he was mm-hmm. a handsome man. Has smooth skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I can't believe we're sitting here talking. Like somebody did your daddy and your mommy. Your daddy and your mommy. <laughs> Moving right along. Mm-hmm. I'm eating a um. I was going to ask you, what are you eating? I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> some I shouldn't be. This is the devil over here. Oh. I'm eating a um an ice cream sandwich. Oh, it's a God. mini a mini ice cream sandwich. So good. Yeah. I deserved it. I had a hard day today. <laughs> well, I'm done. Okay. Where are we at now? Oh. All right. So are we getting into the woke minute? I think this is a woke topic. This should be really interesting. Mm-hmm. So Charlemagne the God has admitted to giving a girl back about 17 years ago. He drugged a girl with Spanish fly. And he did admit to having sex with her while she was basically wasted and high 17 years ago. Hold up, hold up. I I see you moving. (laughs) Let me just get the facts out, okay? Let me just get the facts out. Okay, so allegedly this woman by the name of, I know her last name is Reed. She was 15 years old and at the time Charlemagne was 22. Although she says that Charlemagne told her that he was 20. She said that they had hung out a couple of times before this happened. He even met her mother. Um, and but she says he definitely knew how old I was. She was 15 years old. Um, and then Charlemagne, the guy in an interview that was about seven years ago with DJ Academics, um, See, this is my issue with Charlemagne is what's being reported. There are different stories, storylines, depending on what year he's being interviewed. So in 2013, he claimed that he didn't know this this woman who was a child at the time. And 
that he know her very well, although he did say I was about 20 years old at the time that they had, you know, some interaction. So she claims that he spiked a drink of hers. He's already admitted that it was Spanish fly. You know, he, he had a party and he put it in the drink. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I listened to the interview where he's talking about this incident with DJ Academics. And it was it was kind of like a joke, you know, it, saying, you know, this is what all all, you know, young guys do at certain parts of their life. So um, and he also said that basically, you know, he had to hold his boys back because they were trying to run a train on her um, that. Um, he left her and then somebody else took her up into the bedroom and um, they were trying to rub her, their penises on her. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was very graphic. He explained some of it. So he was arrested back in 2001, but because she, at the time she was 15 years old and her mother had said, you know, I was trying to make it easy on her. So basically she did not cooperate with the investigation. So they downgraded the charge to uh, a second degree criminal sexual contact conduct with a with a minor, and he basically got off with what three years probation. So, um, she's coming back now. I understand that she was trying to um, open the case back up, which I understand in South Carolina, even though there's no statute of limitations for cases like these, they um, the prosecution decided not to pick up the case again. So, you know, Charlemagne has. He said some things about this that, um, you know, was it was it, it stood out to me. You know, you know, he talks about the rape culture and, you know, he talks about, you know, at some point he, he talks about, he you know, in the past, he sexually assaulted his girlfriend before. He said when he was 16 years old, he, he said, and I quote, we all then put our hands on our chick at some point. Um, he said when asked about Chris Brown and Rihanna's relationship, he says, quote, I've definitely put my hands on a girl before. And that's something you learn from. So um, he's admitted to uh, acting inappropriately with women in the mm -hmm. past. So yeah, and I, I think, know you're very opinionated. I know you've been holding off. So go yeah. ahead. So well, I, I do want to say this about Charlemagne, that there is no secret that he has. Um, and I, I think he's he's had a, a tremendous uh, maturity that's happened in the past few years, but out of his mouth, he's done some grotesque things. He's acted in a grotesque manner with women. And when I say grotesque, I mean, just being very, um, just being, you know, just fucking a lot of women. I don't know how else to say it. And just being nasty with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but what I'm looking at now, there's a billboard article and I'm just going to quote what it's, you know, what's here. And it says, I don't know when he made this quote, but this article is from the it's from uh, this month. Um, Over 17 years ago, I pled guilty to contributing to the delinquency of a minor and served three years of probation after irresponsibly hosting a party where alcohol was served to minors. He said, I will never regret my role in, um, I will forever regret my role in creating an environment that was less than safe. I cooperated with authorities, participated in multiple interviews and submitted to DNA testing. Ultimately, the assault charge was dismissed because I had no physical contact with the alleged victim whatsoever. This is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say he did it and I'm not going to say he didn't do it. Um, he got acquitted of it. He said there was he he submitted DNA testing. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's one of those things um, where I can't really make I don't feel like I have enough information to actually make a decision on it. Um, on whether I believe he did it or not, I, 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 I'm, I'm, 
I am confident in saying he, if he didn't participate, he knew it was going on. You know, he knew it was it was his party. So I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure what was going on. Whether he participated or not, that's a different story. Um, does that make him guilty if he knew that if it was going on and didn't stop it? Yeah, in my book, it does. Um, but the question is, you know, did he rape her? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to definitively say that there a rape that a rape happened or not. What I was concerned with just in in hearing this is, you know. The minute you talk about DNA, DNA is a very tricky thing. The minute you talk about DNA evidence, whether, you know, it's there or the lack thereof, and that is supposed to, you know, uh, it's supposed to make or break that criminal defendant. And, you know, to understand, especially with rape, you know, only, it's only about 30% of rapes are reported. That's number one. So, and there's, there is a, there's a window of, I hate to say opportunity when it comes to reporting and then collecting the evidence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even like with this young lady in this scenario and she was 15 years old at the time and her mother was the one who said it's, you know, in so many ways don't cooperate because she's suffering. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, there's. I can understand that. You want to protect your kid. So, and and she said, you know, it was it was a mistake. And she's like, I support her 100% in seeking closure now, but I thought I was protecting her at the time. So I said, you know, you're not going to go to these hearings and these depositions. You're not going to testify and you're not going to cooperate because it, it, it just the, the psychological strain alone is too much. But I'm just really careful when we talk about, you know, DNA evidence and whether it was there or not, because I mean, just it, whether it's sexual assault, whether it's consensual, you know, they, you get up and take a shower, you brush your teeth. Most of that evidence is gone. If he doesn't ejaculate inside of you, there, there is no DNA evidence to, to speak of, you know, maybe he didn't ejaculate. There's just and I'm not just pointing at Charlemagne. I'm saying with with any of these. So I'm 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 not quick to you know, point to, well, whether there's DNA or not, because there's so many different scenarios, you know, you could take the, the bedding off the, off the bed and the DNA evidence is gone. You know, it's, 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 it's something um, so precarious as that. So just being really careful with, you know, well, he said that he was acquitted because there was no DNA. Like it does not, that does not necessarily mean that a, that a rape, a sexual assault, did not happen because the existence is, you know, it's, it's not there or they didn't find it. So, um, and you know, and that, that's my thing. Another is, you know, I, for me, what it had me thinking about is that, you know, we, as a culture, I mean, we've, we have gone through it within a very short space of time. I mean, we've gone through R. Kelly, Bill mm-hmm. Cosby, there's a Kodak Black, there's the, you know, Triple X, rest in peace, you know, Chris Brown, of course, we, we've seen it, we know it, um, Rick Ross talking crazy in his music, you know, I love Cameron, but, you know, so many different, suck it or not, and I'm thinking of all these songs, you know, we... And that's, that's the thing about, sorry to cut you off, but that's the thing mm-hmm. about being a woman and being a lover of hip-hop, it's like, yep. sometimes you have to swallow that, that misogynistic, misogynistic part of hip-hop, because it, it's it's a big part of it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of bitches and hoes and suck my dick and this and fuck you and all this stuff. And it's like, we love it because we grew up on it, but in the same hand, it's like, it's, it's very fucking disrespectful. Well, and, and, and that's, 
that's my dilemma. You know, I mean, it is we as a culture, you know, especially us as black women, we are we're quick to forget. Mm-hmm. You know, we got really short memories. Our attention spans are like, you know, like gnats. And we have this willingness. I don't know. It's like this ingrained willingness to overlook violence against women, against our own kind. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, I'm a hip hop lover. And, you know, and I know all the lyrics to all these songs that blatantly degrade women mm-hmm. left and right. I know, you know, is it our, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I'm like, turn it up. I love it. But, you know, I struggle with do we separate the artist from the art? You know, I, I know I'm not the only one guilty of this. I do struggle with it. I love my hip hop, but I can't just throw it all away because if I said, OK, you know, I'm 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 making a fine line. I'm. I'm drawing a bright line here and anything that is, you know, demeaning, misogynistic in any way, I'm not listening to, I wouldn't be listening to hip hop. I can't, no music, no music in my life, you know? And even now you wouldn't even be listening to R&B because a lot of R&B got some. You know what I'm saying? So this is hard. So, you know, do we push for higher standards? You know, is it, is it our responsibility to try to keep it as positive and as healthy as possible? Do, how do we balance it out? You know, I mean, this is an ongoing discussion and I'm just, I'm listening to, you know, I, I listen to, I, I still, I still from time to time listen to R. And, and it's hard for me. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I struggle with it. You know, because I, I can't just turn it off. Well, I I I I drew a, a hard line with R. Kelly. I can't I cannot listen to his music. I just cannot listen to it. It's and I think a lot of it probably has to do with like some you know personal stuff that's you know that I deal with. But I I just I cannot listen to it. It just it makes me so sick to my stomach. Mm. Yeah, I I am I'm there sometimes. It's like it's. It's like um, it's like that abusive boyfriend that you know you you know you know you shouldn't be with and you know you should leave, mm-hmm. but something something about him be so good and I'm not I'm not making light of the situation I'm not you know it's not a joke, but it's it's this this is why they're making it really hard they're making it really hard because you see the talent and it's like we I I, I want to you know pay homage to the artist but at the same time it's like you know your your life is so nasty and disgusted and it's just like totally you know destroyed a lot of your art Mm. like how you know what does that leave us as as fans and as consumers what are we supposed to do yeah so so, you know and I think just the whole Charlemagne that story just kind of bought it in light you know he's not a he's not a a rap artist. He's not an artist, but he's part of the culture. Yeah. And, you know, his story, his side of the story and her side of the story is two different sides, yeah. you know, and the way that he looks at it, even though, you know, I, I I give him kudos for maturing in front of us. Like you said, you know, he's he's done a, a lot of evolution of himself, kind of like with Jay-Z. You know, we see this evolution of this man, you know, but it, look how long it took. <laughs> you know, it's not it took a while, you know, to get to that point. So, and that happens when, when uh, we were just talking about this offline, it takes mm-hmm. some men longer to mature. Yeah. If they even get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. you know, cause at the same time, I, I feel like at the same time they're evolving, they're devolving too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, can you, can yeah. you explain that? 
that's girl that's gonna be a um <laughs> that was that. but it's real and it i and i i really feel like that so i think the race for them is to evolve faster than they devolve mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll catch you'll catch a male in the middle of his devolution mm-hmm. you know and you can you can tell and it's like it's like man he just he's you- got a choice to make okay you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's my take on it. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how this, how this, uh, how this plays out. But like I said, you know, I can't really say definitive if I believe he did it or, or, or he didn't do it. Um, and even if he didn't do it, but he knew what was going on to me, that still makes you equally as guilty. You know, you didn't stop it. Oh yeah. I, 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 I think it's all accessory to crime thing. I, I hold that thing high up, you know, whether it's something you your husband is doing and you're just turning a blind eye to it or something your your homeboys are doing it and you you're mm-hmm. going guilt by association. I definitely I believe that too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. all right, we'll see how this plays out. Okay. All right, moving on. What we got? So I read this story um online. There it, there were two female officers in Georgia who were on leave, paid leave, of course, after there was a video that surfaced of them doing a corn toss to decide if they were gonna arrest this woman who they stopped for speeding. Um, so apparently this woman, uh, uh, Sarah Webb, um, she was pulled over, she was going to work and they pulled her over for speeding. Uh, and the officers were uh, Christy Wilson and Courtney Brown. And so I guess, you know, she was, speeding, going on to work, and they pulled her over. So they had a decision to make whether to arrest her or to let her go. And so what they did is, I guess there's some sort of app that you can put on your phone to do a, a, a coin toss. Mm-hmm. And it was heads, she goes to jail, B, they let her go. So she went to jail. And so wow. three weeks before her trial, um, a local TV station contacted this woman, Sarah Webb, and told her, you know, there's this video, you know, the cops that arrested wow. Are on video doing the coin toss, so the prosecutor actually um, dropped all the charges against her, right. and these officers are now on on leave, um, administration administrative leave. So, this um, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? So Sarah Webb is she a sister or what is what's what's the nationality? I don't know if she's black or not. I don't know. Let me look her up. I don't know if she's black or not. And the officers, do you know the if they're the, both officers are white women? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I, I mean, I think that would put a little uh, that would shed a a little more perspective on it. Just the arbitrariness of the arrest. If no, it looks as if this woman was white. Everyone, everybody was white. What? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Wow. Where were they at? Where Where did this happen? This happened in Georgia. In Georgia. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I think it just speaks to the arbitrariness of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm glad that wasn't a sister because then it would, you know, that would have lent to another little, a little side to this. But I mean, what, look, look what we're talking about. We're in Georgia mm-hmm. and they're yeah. using a game to pass the time. You know what? And I and I and I we talked about this before with um, the process of um, selecting cops and becoming a police officer. There's there has to be another level of qualification for officers, mm-hmm. um, whether it's additional schooling, sensitivity training. Um, I agree. I agree. 
it's it's missing there. It just seems like you you have a couple credits or no credits at all from college, and you can just take a test. And if you pass, mm-hmm. it, you can swim, you can do that. Then you're- I'm telling you, it looks for sociopaths. It 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 has to. That test has to look for sociopaths because mm-hmm. you need someone who can who will defy authority, buck the system, make their own rules, mm-hmm. and be out here ready ready to play cops and robbers and shoot yeah. up something in, in case. And there's a level of um, just want to have some power over someone. There's yeah, there, you know, yeah. there's people that are hungry for that. You know, like you you that that personality. So I really feel like a lot of the, these tests for law enforcement it, it seeks out that type of personality because they think they would do well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, well, that's a crazy story. Okay. But anyway, moving right along. We are mm-hmm. at the weekend dude. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that my weekends have been dickless. <laughs> what? Look, oh, how the tables have turned, honey, because over there. I got enough to share. I got enough to go around. You want what kind of dick you want? Morgan's <laughs> <laughs> board. No, me stop. <laughs> A cornucopia. Right. This is an interesting story that we have. Uh, this right. is submitted by one of our listeners. Okay. Who's having affair, an affair with her friend's husband. Bitch, bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We gotta go. What? Let me get the details. Let me get Okay, okay I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To... I'm going to keep Reza listening, but ciao. But, okay, some of the story doesn't really make sense, but I'm going to read to you what she wrote. Mm-hmm. Well, several months ago, I had a house party with some friends and the husband of one of my friends attended without her. Now, she's not really like a close friend, but she is a friend. Um, so one by one, everyone left and he was the only person that was left at the party. Um, and he said he was too drunk to drive and asked if he could stay. Which. There's no Uber where you live. <laughs> I'm not, I'm so happy as riding an Uber and you, you know. All right, mm-hmm. but she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'll sleep in his car. Hike. Oh, he didn't. Get, okay, I, I'm done. Okay, go ahead. Let me be right. quiet. And, and is that normal for you to sleep away from your wife? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I allowed him to stay, and we talked all night long. And of course, all that talk can lead to sex. Of course, uh, it's been it's been three months, and we're still seeing each other, even though his wife is not a close friend of mine. I feel very guilty. You think? my feelings for him are growing and now i'm torn should i break it off with him or should i tell my friend what's going on so first it wasn't your close friend but now she's a friend i see i just let me let me um get myself together okay so here's the thing Mm -hmm. and this is and i i learned this in during my marriage and i couldn't understand you know it was one thing to go out and party and, you know, party together. But there's an issue when, you know, he's going to different events, you know, uh, different events and I'm going to different events. And, you know, it just that became a problem that really became an issue. So I I, I don't like that idea anyway, that this 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 man who is a friend uh, is, a, is a is married to your friend. Why is he at your party? 
mm-hmm. by himself without his wife. So that that right there is, you know, number one. It's a big thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're together, you know, they, I mean, it just, it, this just angers me. I, and I can't, it's like, I can't even get out because I'm just like, who does this? But you know what? A lot of people do this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just as much his fault as it is her fault because she has knowledge. And I always, you know, the many times that I've had issues with these third party women, these nondescript women coming in, it was once you have knowledge that this is a married man, yes, he he's at fault more than you are. But you in the hot seat, too, because you have knowledge, you know that he's a married man and whether it's, you know, it takes two people to tango. So whether he's upholding his vows or not, that's up to you as a as a woman have to have more respect for yourself, because how you get him is how you keep him. And if that's the road you want to go down, just know that it all all of those roads don't end up well. When you decide to put your insert yourself into, obviously they got it. They got an issue if it's not an open marriage, and 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 you know this is not something that's every you know everyday thing. Then she, what are you exerting yourself into this relationship for? Now you didn't caught feelings because guess what? That's what happens because we everything about us is intimate. Our hole is on the inside. So the minute somebody comes in and and puts, sets fire to your soul, you're gonna fall for them. Unless you're an insta thought out here, and you know sex is about getting you a bag um, or some shoes, you're you're going to catch feelings. That's what's going to happen. So now you didn't you have probably uh, ruined a marriage, ruined a friendship, and I don't know where your self esteem is at. But this is it's just it's messy all the way around. So I okay, let me just sit back in my chair because I have been through this before, many times before. Sometimes Uh-oh. your soulmate, he's already married. <laughs> I need Look to I need to go somewhere. <laughs> really? Then you know what? Then y'all need to see I what, wanna, what no, 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 uh, no. I need to bring up Alicia Keys because she, she took uh you know I said about you know how I feel about Alicia Keys. You know how I feel about Alicia Keys. Her soulmate was already married to somebody else. She just laid in wait. <laughs> you know, like a vulture, mm-hmm. just sitting there like a um, you know, them crabs, them sea crabs that be on the bottom of the sea yeah. and wait for a fish to come by. That, <sighs> but you know, I, and I, I, I don't want to blame the woman. Like I don't want to, you know, because it's not she's she's as fault just as much as he is, and he's worse, you know, more more at fault because he's married. But you know, a part is you expect from a man. But I, I expect that. I agree with you. What you saying? How you get them is how you you lose them. And mm-hmm. to me, I'm 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 a big um, and a lot of people kind of don't really understand how karma works. Um, they think yep. it's instantaneously, but really, if in the true sense of karma, it's really what you do in this life affects your ne- your next life. That's right. What's her name? Said I guess I see your next lifetime. Right. You but I, to- I do believe I I I I I believe in instant karma. Um, so, you know, I believe that, you know, what you do now uh, will affect you tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I agree with that, whether it is in your next lifetime or, or in the, in the next hour or so it's, it's going to come back. And that's the, that's the gift and the curse about is that you, once you set that ball in motion, you really don't have too much control as to how that ball is going to come back and bounce up in your face. (laughs) That's What's what's really going to happen is 
it, it's this is this is not going to end well at all because if she breaks it off with him, then she really, you know, she's going to alienate herself from her friends. Um, and you're going to have this secret with you. And, you know, you can't live a full life having these little dark, nasty secrets. Mm-hmm. If she tells her friend, exactly. she's going to ruin this friendship. She's going to ruin their marriage. And all of their communal friends they have, friends that they share, they're not going to side with her because you're going to look like the homewrecker. You know, mm-hmm. she's in a terrible, a terrible spot. Oh, let's call her Alicia. Call mm-hmm. her Alicia. Yeah, and bitch, you can't sing, so you ain't got no million dollars, so I don't know how you're going to pull yourself out of this one. <laughs> I, think, I think we've lost the listener, but at least we stayed authentic and true to ourselves. <laughs> 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 I have to be true. Yeah, I, I, I don't, there's, there's, you know, my advice is to break it off, um, cut your losses, break it off, and um, move on with your life. Forget him. Immediately. Forget him. And, you know, really, I, I want to say just she can't be your friend anymore. She can't be your friend mm-hmm. anymore because you wouldn't even you can't even call consider yourself a friend if you would do this to her anyway. Like, I did. That's what I'm saying. Like, I dare you call her your friend. Mm-hmm. That, what, what, what kind of friend is that? I don't ever want that kind of friend. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do me like that. Well, there, there's some holes in this story because I, I don't understand in the whole age of Uber, cabs, you know, why couldn't he go home? Walk why? home, get yeah. a ride. Call your wife. Sleep, on, sleep outside in the garage, in the car, somebody's yeah. car. Get Just stop. Yeah. Just and, stop. I, and I want to I want to kind of say that he Probably planned all this. How did? Of how was he? Planned? He did. Of course, of course, he did. I mean, obviously, it was consensual. So whether this he planned cool. it or not, he planned. He had. He had motives when he got there. Mm-hmm. He had a plan when he got there. Now, yeah. of course, there's a there's an alternate reality of this where she could tell the friend, her a quote unquote friend, and the friend is with it, and it becomes a threesome because you know we live in this day and age where stuff. I'm, just, I'm constantly amazed. That is so messy. By the shit that goes on. So, but um, no, just I I think what we said, you're pretty much you know we we agree on that that mm-hmm. how you get them is how you keep them, girl, and you want you want good energy and good karma in your life, mm-hmm. then clear out that clear out that negativity. That's negative. Yep. That is negative. Negative. That's that's my mother would say. It's some negative shit. Yeah. And don't do this shit again. Please. Don't do it again. Put that pussy away. Please. Just, Sometimes you gotta gotta put the cat up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't get none. Everybody. And and there's so many many men out here. Just like it's so many. It's so many. Mm. Why do you need somebody? Oh. I, you know, and I that just it touches me in a play because you know what I went through, and mm-hmm. you know I'm like I will I'm never gonna fight no woman over no man. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. It's just as much his fault. But I feel like once that woman you you know the deal, then mm-hmm. you're you are completely disrespecting yourself by inserting yourself into mm-hmm. which it's 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 an issue between myself and my husband. Mm-hmm. You don't have a place. I'm never going to fight another woman over a man, and I'm never going to fight to keep that man if he's cheating. For if real. If you don't do that, go ahead and do it. I, By all means, yep. do it. Yep. Don't make yep. it. I don't want to get in your way of your happiness. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously you're getting in the way of mine. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All day. All right. Okay. Well, um, just want to comment on the on the dick report. Um, yeah. So I, if you are in need, I have some. It's extra. <laughs> it's been a pretty good month. Started. My heart is full. Like total opposites. Look how it changed up though. Because before I was over here, I was like driest desert ever. It was like the coldest winter ever. Over here. <laughs> it's gonna be okay it's gonna work out <laughs> karma karma's gonna work out all right so moving on all right we are at my next favorite part of the show i reminisce i reminisce yes so this one it's it's mine this is one of my most favorite songs from 1988. It was yeah. the children's story by Slick Rick <laughs> off the great adventures of Slick Rick, which, <laughs> as you may know, it's one of the most sampled songs of all time. I, I mean, I can, I can, yeah, I, Nas, Big Daddy Kane, Tribe Called Quest, Third Base, just the name Run DMC, De La Soul, they've all sampled a children's story. Here so, um, let's take you back. You know, I like to take you back to 1988. <laughs> Your girl Sean was in probably the fifth or the sixth grade. And you know, that was a time when it was about chunk um, earrings. I had the door knocker earrings. I thought I was cute. You know, around fifth grade, you start liking boys mm-hmm. a little bit. So, you know, the boy with the height, the highest high top fade wow. off the side. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the, and the and the Gucci, the Gucci rope chain or the Dookie oh. chain. Oh my goodness. And I used to have my little fanny pack. And that was, you know, Gucci was like real big. So, you know, it was Fifth and sixth grade, I had a Gucci bag oh. that my aunt gave. That my aunt gave me. You couldn't tell me nothing. So, Slick Rick, I remember he was like a storyteller. Remember, he had that that light British accent. You didn't really know, which I now understand he's you know from Jamaica. Uh-huh. He had that you know light accent. He had on uh, that furry Kango hat, you know, with the patch over his lazy eye, the gold front. You know, and he was always dressed to the nines, whether he had a mock turtleneck on. Flying smooth and laid back. And he and he just he was so I you know, I just that to me, he laid the groundwork for like a for Biggie. You know, that that storytelling, like listen, I got a story to tell. So I just remember a children's story, you know, ran up the stairs up to the top floor, opened up the door. Yeah, guess who we saw? James Dope shooting dope who don't know the meaning of what's the door. So it was just, it just flowed. And, you know, I always remember these songs lasted like seven minutes. Like, yeah, uh-huh. so it, was like it was eight minutes. It was plenty of time. So big up. What is your memory of children's story? Man, I used to watch this video. You know, I, I, I always, all my reminiscences are talking about me watching these videos. But I used to watch this. It was like, it was like a little, um, I don't know. Watching this video, it was like a, I don't know, a, a, we're watching the story, but it was so animated, you know, like the little midget. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the little midget. You know, oh. it was a children's book a couple years ago. Um, I on- heard about that. I heard about it. It was a children's story. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I even heard there was a school in Virginia where the mothers were protesting because one of the teachers used a children's story as a lesson, oh, you really? know? So, yeah. So with the, you know, break down the lyrics, like a, a 
Ricky, please, please tell oh. us a bedtime story, please. Oh, man. So big ups to Children's Story, 1988, girl. I can't believe, I just, I can't. So my, my birthday was, you know, was um, Saturday. And, you know, I just can't believe all this stuff came out like 20 and 30 years ago. It seems like it was just That's 30 years ago. Yeah, that was 30 years ago. There are people alive right now that were not alive when the song came out. I'm just, I'm so, I, you know, like that blows my mind. Like there, there are 30 year olds walking this earth that were not born when the song came out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So just, anyway, but yeah, that was like, that was we like artifacts out here, girl. We like them Egyptian writers. <laughs> we like them hieroglyphics. Great song. I love Slick Rick. Mm-hmm. Even shit. remember when he was getting deported? He was yeah. having them legal issues. They were sending him back. Mm-hmm. Oh man! I think he lives like in um, down south with his wife now. Like oh, does he? North Carolina somewhere, I, I believe. What oh man! Tours. I see him like you know, um, like here and there. I see him doing performances. Yeah, because I think I didn't we we saw him or so I I did see him. It was like an old school hip hop festival. I mean, the last couple of years, and you know, he's still doing it, still with the Kangos and the patch over his eye. I love it. I love it. Again, that was like the beginning of the golden age of hip hop. Yeah, man, it was just you know, I really feel like I I still listen. I listen to like the new hip hop now. Um. So I'm, I'm like in that current now, but I just, I feel sorry for these newer kids who didn't hear like the, the, the golden era of hip hop. Like you really miss out on like some jewels, man. Yeah. The lyrics, the dances, the style, like it's the you dances. Yeah. Dance for everything. They was a dance for everything. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. So yeah. So that's, that's my reminisce children's story. Slick Rick. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we are moving right along to black businesses. Um, so my highlight this uh, this week is Mikey likes an ice cream. Okay, Yay. I gotta take a deep breath because mm-hmm. I love ice cream. I used to not many people, well, a lot of people know this, but I used to be a manager at Baskin Robbins in high school. <laughs> I think this is where I fell in love with ice cream. <laughs> I absolutely love ice cream. I, if I could eat it all day, every day. So <laughs> I came upon, um, I stumbled upon this guy um, through Instagram. Somehow he came up on my feed, um, this, you know, black owned uh, ice cream parlor in Harlem. So let me go over here and, and uh, check him out. I went over there, mm-hmm. I opened the door. Girl, it smelled like a bakery in there. It smelled so good. <laughs> so they make these waffles that they put ice cream in the middle of. And I guess they just made a batch of them. They just took them out of the oven because this whole place smelled so good. It smelled like cupcakes and mm. so I'm I go there. I try to pace myself because I don't I I'm trying to be healthy. <clears throat> so I go there maybe like once a month and I get Southern hospitality, which is like vanilla ice cream. It has caramel in it. It has pecan. Mm. In it. it is it is so good. And I I went there. A couple of days ago, maybe last week, I got like, two scoops. I had to force myself to eat it because I probably should only got one scoop, but I didn't want to waste it. Man, it's it's really good. It was all by uh, this guy Michael uh, Cole, who's uh, born and bred in New York. He actually grew up in uh, East Village, um, and he started this mm-hmm. company. There's a location in Harlem, which is like around 133rd and Eighth Avenue. 
He has one in East Village. And then he also just opened up um, a, a shop in Coney Island. So if you're ever in the area, mm -hmm. go check him out. Um, the, the dope thing about this is that his uh, ice cream flavors are dedicated to like hip hop artists. I so love it. Hip hop or like R and B artists, so he'll have like a flavor over the month, and it'll be it'll feature you know, hip hop artists. It's it's so cool, and he has like these uh these monthly events of whoever this ice you know whoever the honoree is. Um, he'll have like an event to to honor them, and they'll they'll kind of roll out the flavor of the month. It's really really cool. That's you got to so go on. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Next time, I remember when I was in New York, you were talking about it. We did we just didn't get a chance to go, so definitely yeah. want to go. So the website is MikeyLikesItIceCream.com, and you can also find him on Instagram at Mikey Likes It Ice Cream. Yay. Check him out. Check him out. It's, it's delicious. I will not steer you wrong. Ice cream is my thing. I know bad ice cream. I know bad ice cream. And this is some good ice cream. bad ice cream. I know some good ice cream. <laughs> the good ice cream. All right. All right. Well, I think we've come to that moment where we have to say goodbye. We've come to the end. Oh. Yep. 17th episode. I'm let me just give a moment <laughs> to us because I am proud of us. We are look, I'm gonna need a t-shirt. I'm gonna get you one with a big C on it for consistency because we are doing the damn thing, okay? Um, you can subscribe to that's what I'm saying. The podcast, we're in the Apple Podcast app, we're on Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, anywhere that you listen to your uh, podcast. You probably can find us. We're about to take over Spotify. Just give us a minute. They gotta get. They gotta get with us. Um, but follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Twitter handle is that's what I say three. You can visit us on that's what I'm saying podcast.com. Learn more. Send us questions. Like I said, we always love some dick. Send us dick questions <laughs> and comments. Let us know what you think. Um, now we got another shout out. Yep, yep, yep. We always got a shout out. Um, our producer Vegas World Inc. You can find him. You can find him on Instagram. He actually has a podcast himself called Hip Hop Now. Um, thank you all so much for listening, subscribing, liking us on social media. And we're going to see y'all next week. Until next week. Take care.